0: to our second episode
1: today we will be discussing mental health this upcoming school year we are going to be sharing tips and tricks to keeping up with schoolwork and preventing stress and anxiety
0: so for most of us listening to this podcast school is starting pretty soon and with that comes tons of related worries and concerns and depending on the person this can be about workloads new friends teachers literally anything to do with this different school year that we've been experiencing
1: i'm actually starting school tomorrow which i've been stressed well we started It's been over a year and a half since in-person school.
0: Definitely. Last year was my first year of high school, and I actually did the full thing online, so I haven't even stepped foot inside of my high school. And even this year, I chose to go online, but it's really sad because I wish I could have had a regular high school year, and I'm not sure when we can get that.
1: Yeah, it sucks. Back to school can sometimes be over reducing, especially with the change from online school to in-person for some of us. Being back in a crowd of your peers every single day while also trying to keep up with schoolwork, can be very taxing on your mental health.
0: Of course, and this transition between online learning to in-person can affect so many aspects of school, including major schedule changes, working habits, testing con- conditions, etc. And honestly, it might take a lot of time getting used to, and who knows, after this school year, maybe even everything will open up to full-time in-person, or worse, full-time online which we really don't want so throughout all of this one thing I know for sure is that it's going to be really difficult for many people to adjust to an in-person school schedule after being at home for so long and that's what we're here for today giving tips on how to make this transition a little bit easier on yourself
1: yeah definitely One thing I always like to do is to get a planner at the beginning of the school year. Not only can they be super cute, but it's a great way to plan out your time and keep track of assignments and other obligations. That is a huge part of school, in my opinion. I don't know if it's is but whenever I'm late to something or, for, or if I forget to do an assignment or homework, I feel really bad about myself. So I make sure to write down important dates, such as writing them down on your phone calendar or if, or if you have a whiteboard in your bedroom, write it down there. It might seem like a simple thing, but it can really take you far in life.
0: Yes, planning is definitely a must. Another thing I would recommend is to take at least three to five days to just observe yourself. And this might sound like such a weird thing to do, but it works wonders. Just by noticing key things about, about your behavioral tendencies when doing homework, being in class, and even going through an average day can help you figure out how to optimize this transitional period to acclimate yourself to this new year. Noticing things like what gets you distracted in class or what time do you work best in the day? or even what bedtime schedule helps you become the most refreshed in the morning can all help you set a schedule for you to follow to maximize your efficiency and productivity and can help you avoid staying up until 4 a.m. the day before your quiz, struggling with your emotions and your work ethic. And that's a situation we've all been in before. Secondly, Learn your routine. <clears throat> a little into the school year, once everything is settled and you've understood how to go about your average day, it helps to memorize your daily activities. For example, on what days do you have piano lessons? When do you need to do your chores? On how many times in a week do you volunteer? Answering these questions will help you form a weekly schedule or a routine of sorts in your mind. And understanding this routine is super, super helpful when you need to schedule in work periods and more importantly, rest periods, because we can all anticipate the burnout that we'll probably go through for the first month of school, so it's really important to rest. And this can also help you adjust your workload and find the days where you have more time to do more work.
1: Now aside from homework, another huge stress that a lot of students are going to be facing is meeting new people. I know, at least from my high school, the majority of the underclassmen have never stepped foot on campus. I've never seen their classmates face-to-face and might feel overwhelmed with the pressure to make new friends. I think that if you're feeling that way, it's extremely important to know that every one of your classmates are probably feeling the exact same way, not- and what you're feeling is totally validated. And that is so important. As much as schoolwork is a
0: key part of going to school, friends make the experience a whole lot better and easier. But for some of us, it'll be hard to suddenly go from seeing black squares on your device every morning on a Zoom or Google meeting to seeing real faces. And these interactions can be super awkward and you'll want to avoid them. But trust us, don't.
1: Meeting new people will always be a stress-inducing thing for a lot of people. But I hope that knowing that the people you are probably worried about talking to are feeling the exact same way makes you feel better. Not like a mean way, like, haha, they're scared too. But your feelings are shared by a majority of your classmates' ways.
0: And honestly, especially during COVID, most friends are just made by bonding over how weird this whole quarantine thing was. Because honestly, I can't even tell you how many people, I've just had conversations about how confusing quarantine was as a whole. And I honestly don't know what I did during that time. Because we all went through it and we all have different stories to share about this quarantine. And our main point here is basically just don't stress. Because this feeling of anxiety is very natural. And almost 9 out of 10 students are probably going through it at the same time as you are. That being said, don't push yourself too hard. If you don't have 10 friends by the end of first period, that's completely normal. Most people don't have that. And that's also completely (laughs) all right. And the most important thing is to be who you are and believe in yourself.
1: Yes, definitely. Now, going back to what we all dread, work. Schoolwork can sometimes be very difficult to keep up with. Time can fly by, and as soon as you know, the due date is tomorrow. Or you forget to write. You need to have ready by tomorrow, and you find yourself freaking out. You might even feel a little stressed before you begin your classes. Thoughts like, how will I manage to keep up with this chemistry coursework? Or what if I fail this history quiz are damaging to your mental health?
0: During online classes, and this might be embarrassing to some of us, but many people were in their pajamas, eating food, and sometimes even napping, including me. And this sudden change to being in class and awake and attentive will be very difficult. Because of this, our minds have a tough time concentrating and balancing all these different aspects of in-person school. And you'll find that there's literally no more space in your head to worry about work. But when that deadline approaches, the horror of having nothing done in your final paper is super scary and can even lead you into a deadly procrastination spiral, all of which is very taxing on your mind. Which brings us back to scheduling and being understanding to yourself. Scheduling your day using a planner, figuring out your routine and your work ethic can help you transition easily into working on a tight schedule. But most importantly, you need to understand that this is a tough period. And if you can't finish four assignments and study for that quiz all in that day, it's all right, because this change will take some time getting used to. Once you get used to it, you'll be smooth sailing.
1: Another aspect of school life is extracurriculars. Clubs, sports, tutoring sessions, all that stuff are are something that a lot of schools offer. We're here to give you tips on how to get like better involved in extracurriculars, whether it's for making new friends or trying to get into a good college. We're here for you. Now, branching out during your school year
0: is super, super important because figuring out what clubs your school offers and how many people are there and all these different kinds of activities that your school offers will really help you get an insight into the school itself and also yourself because you get to figure out your interests and your hobbies and what you like to do in your spare time. And honestly, this can make your schedule very wonderful and very varied because we don't want a schedule where we come back from school we do homework and we sleep and we go back to school and we do our homework and we sleep so we want a schedule that's like you know very um filled with a multitude of things including extracurriculars um clubs all these kind of different activities so that we can make our schedule more interesting and more you know fun to follow
1: definitely i mean there is a lot of pressure to find leadership positions like during your like upperclassmen years but I also think that extracurriculars are not just like important for like all the college stuff it's also important for you to like meet new people who share common interests or you know branching out and stuff like that
0: Yeah, and especially during online school, we really didn't get the opportunity to go and explore all these different opportunities. So what we want to do this year is if we're going in person, you want to make sure that you know a lot about the school and a lot about the activities that they offer. So right as you get in, you can start exploring your different options and you can start, you know, branching out into the school and figuring and finding new people and meeting them and joining all these new clubs. So a lot of people don't know where to find this stuff. And honestly, it varies by school. Different schools post their activities and their clubs that they offer. Offer on different websites, some schools, you know, update them every week, some schools don't update them for 20 years, which is my school, my school is part of the latter. So it's honestly very difficult to find these clubs, but we're here to tell you a few ways.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay. So what um, I usually do is that for my school, we have like, usually there's like a uh, club like offers like on um, posters, like you know, scattered around our schools on our school walls. So, honestly, just being aware of your surroundings, because during freshman year, you might be, like, very, like, overwhelmed and stressed out. You might not be able to, like, really, like, absorb what's going on, but just being aware of your surroundings. because there's usually a lot of cool stuff, like, posted on the walls of your school that you might not even notice until, like, your junior year, and we don't want that. Right. And I was a
0: freshman last year. So I know how, you know, difficult it is to find all these clubs and try to, you know, meet new people and expand your, you know, resources. So especially what I like to do is because my school, again, updates their website every 20 years. It is the oldest website I've seen in my life. So what I focus on is Instagram because I was online. So everything was on social media platforms. So go online, figure out if your school has any club accounts and go follow them because they probably have a lot of updates about incoming you know students and applications and all those kind of fun stuff so once you go online just kind of research and figure out what kinds of um, clubs and activities your school offers and try to find them on social media pages and follow them because honestly just making sure that you have tabs on these accounts and you get all the you know latest updates is really important because it can really help you um be up to date on what your what's going on in your school even if you're not presently in your school. So once you go on these accounts you can figure out, you know, if they're having applications and definitely apply. Even if it doesn't seem like interesting to you at first, apply because once you get in, it maybe you might find something that you like and maybe you're very passionate about it and you might even choose to follow that in your later years you might choose to do that as a major in um, college or university so it can really be an amazing opportunity an amazing experience to just go into these clubs so definitely don't hesitate to do that just because it's a weird year just try and you know maybe you'll find something that you like
1: yeah exactly social media is such a good resource like honestly like I follow my school's like student gov account and that's like the only way I get updates about school life like everything has changed onto like social media because of period of isolation so I definitely recommend you know if you don't have an Instagram account create an Instagram account look up some people it's also a good way to meet new people
0: yeah, and if you don't have, um, you know, access to any of these accounts, you can't find them. Maybe if you know someone that's going to the same school as you, or you maybe met someone in your classes and you have like contact with them, maybe ask them because both of you can look together for different clubs and you can bounce ideas off each other and you can both help each other expand your own resources. And that would be really, really great because you found a friend and you also have all of these opportunities to join
1: clubs. And that's all for this episode, guys. For those of you starting school tomorrow or in a week or maybe even a month, good luck and you got this and you're not alone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye. <laughs>